You've made a serious investment in protecting yourself and your family. You've purchased the gun, the ammunition, the training, and even secured a license to carry in your state. You know the Constitution and don't believe you should have to pay for a right that you already have, as written in the Second Amendment, but you are law-abiding. Now you are considering the legal defense options you should have if you ever have to use a firearm. Self-Defense Fund is a comprehensive litigation membership backing you on appeals, legal expenses, court costs, and more, up to $1 million per incident and unlimited attorney costs per member. Discover SelfDefenseFund.com for yourself. Any weapon, any state, any time. You're listening to Resolution Radio. ResolutionRDO.com You have a significant issue there going on that they were steadily ramping up until now. Okay? So it can't be really mental health because look at it this way too. In the United States in 2017, they said 42% of all households in America are armed. 42% of households, okay? We more than double any other country, any other country, yet our gun rate, our gun crime is under way under 1%, way under 1%. Can't even quantify as a 1%, even, not even close, not even the same category. Isn't that interesting? So is the USA the only people that have mental health problems that are going out and doing these things? How could that be? (laughs) If somebody wanted to get a gun, they get a gun, right? So let's go back to anonymous. The anonymous shooter doesn't make any sense because with the anonymous shooter, that means that every country would have so many mental health cases going and doing this too. But the United States seems to be, you know, the only one. Hmm. Yeah, we have more gun ownership, but. Do you find that a little strange, especially when we blame it on mental health? It doesn't add up. It can't add up. It's not there to add up. What would your life be like if you woke up each morning with new vitality, feeling better than you have in years, and you noticed a difference in your sleeping patterns, blood sugar levels, and had a sense of well-being overall? There's something that is changing thousands of people's lives, and you could be one of them. It's called Heart and Body Extract. Sharon Harris, co-creator of Heart and Body Extract, talks about the positive effects of Heart and Body Extract. What happens with the formula Heart and Body Extract is it's giving the body the necessary vitamins, minerals, amino acids, enzymes, and phytonutrients so so the body will heal itself. And yes, the body does have the ability to balance blood pressure, balance cholesterol, clean and unclog the arteries. It can also work on uh, balancing the circulation for diabetics. So the body is an amazing thing. It simply needs some help so it has the tools to heal itself. Heart and body extract gets results. To order your two-month supply, call now, toll-free at 866-295-5305. Order online at hbextract.com. You're listening to Resolution Radio. ResolutionRDO.com.
Welcome back to the Alex Jones Show. I'm Kate Daly, your guest host from katedalyradio.com. Oh, that made me laugh. <laughs> that was great. That was great. Um, that Fetterman clip, I call him Sling Blade. <laughs> it's a Sling Blade in office. Uh, do you guys remember that movie? Anyway, it's only astonishing Sling Blade that he was elected. And I'm thinking he was probably placed. Don't you? And well, I don't know, unless he's the most popular man in history. That's what they told us about Joe Biden. Joe Biden got 6% of the Democrat Party vote in 2016. 6%. What does that tell you? Anyway, I have so much to say today. So much to go over. So many points to make. It might seem a little ADD, but whatever. Um, I want to start off. um, Well, I'm going to talk about mass shootings in general um, because there's a point to be made. I made a point last week. I just want to add on to that. Um, Mortgages. Uh, the AP in the Ukraine. I know, so random, but you know what? There's just a lot of things to talk about. What can I say? So, you know, let's talk about the AP or just let's talk about the news. The AP controls all the news. The AP took over the elections in the mid 1800s. They appointed themselves the assessor of all, and they're going to come up in today's conversation. And that's why I'm kind of going there first. But here's the deal. So we're getting a lot of censorship. We're seeing this everywhere, all the way down to local. And you're seeing all kinds of people shoved out. 10 people witness a car crash, right? You've got 10 different angles of the same car crash. The car crash is the truth of what happens. But you have 10 people looking from different angles. Maybe one person sees the cat that went out into the road. Maybe one person didn't see the cat. Maybe that the car swerved and and got in an accident. Or maybe, you know, everybody sees it from a different angle, okay? So all the reports are going to differ a bit. And so this is why people cannot judge what is truth or not. But this is going on all over the country. Everyone has a different perspective of the truth. So listening to different perspectives is sort of a vital part. Wouldn't you want to listen to all 10 people tell you about the car crash if 10 witnesses were there? Of course you would. And so it can't be based on opinion only. That's where you get my truth. I want to say my truth. Is there anything so silly as that? My truth. No, it's the truth. And you have a perspective on it. Now, is your perspective conceived also with context and history? That seems to be a big base of the truth, right? I try to do that. Everyone here tries to do that. You have history, you have context, they're huge, and principles, of course, a huge, huge part of how we can get to the truth. I don't have an agenda. There's no reason for me to be here other than I want to get to the truth of of how they're saying things, what they're saying, what the actual truth is. And it's a big deal because we're so void of it today. Okay, because why? Because they control the AP and they control Reuters. And those are the only two places that the stories come from and they come all the way down to your local news. No wonder they said in the mid-1800s, we're going to be in charge of elections. We're going to call elections. Why the AP? Why the media? The media has been abused for centuries. In the, in the, back in the day, I was going to say in the olden days, but I'm old. So back in the day, right, you would have opinion pieces. Ben Franklin wrote opinion pieces. Everybody uses the media to sort of have people understand and, and or given context or sway or whatever the case may be. That's how it's done. So to think that the media right now, all on one accord, singing one song, always one song about everything, isn't on the same page. I mean, it give me a break, right? 
So you've got one of the 10 people that saw the car crash giving the news all the time from their only angle, everyone else, everyone else shoved out. So the omission of facts and truth is super prevalent today in mainstream media, all the way down to local newspapers, you name it. So when a, when a story hits, like let's say a, a news publication did a story about a shortage of beds. This was a prevalent story, right? Shortage of beds in 2022 or 2021, okay? Now, did they ask what, how many beds were there the year before? Because that would tell you a lot if there was really a shortage. If the hospital wants the media to do a story, what's the angle, right? Is there a reason? Do they want, you know, the, do they want that news story out there to solidify an opinion, right? Well, what if the number of beds was curtailed in 2021 and 2022? So of course they ran with the story shortage of beds without ever asking, well, wait a second, how many beds were always there in the ICU? Oh, that's right. They cordoned them off. And now it just looks like a shortage. We see how it's done, right? Okay. So this is why we must fight for and always stand up for truth in media. We must always be on the front lines fighting for that. Because if those messages aren't heard, if things and perceptions and, and all of these things are wiped out and people are only getting the one eyewitness to the car crash, this is why we need all 10 witnesses all the time. So everybody can assess the truth, not be told the truth from one particular angle. Really, really important. I also want to talk about, because we're going to get back to that. I'm going to circle back to that. So of course, today, Supreme Court allows Illinois assault weapons ban to take effect. Okay. Now, last week, I talked about the overall plausibility of an event where someone is so angry, they go and shoot anonymous people, all right? Now, I've done a lot of research and a lot of shows on the fact that going up into, um, until we get into the 90s, really the 2000s, you're gonna see not very many instances. The 40s, the 50s, the 60s, I mean, you could literally order a gun from Sears Roebuck, it would land right on your doorstep, no checks, no, you didn't need to fill anything out. And of course, the amount of just anonymous mass shootings didn't really exist. I mean, it was very, very, very hard to come by a mass shooting. Because if you look, the incidences are actually detailed out by the decade. And you can actually see for yourself that when you go back and you do the research, that it was always a targeted thing. You know, you walk into a school, you're targeting somebody that, that hurt you, a teacher, a principal, somebody that you had felt like you'd been wronged, but not just anonymous people. So the ratio has to be, if the ratio of shoot, mass shootings to anonymous people go up, then you would see a thousand times more targeted shootings. But that's not what you're seeing at all. In fact, it's just not there. So the plausibility overall doesn't exist. But now let's talk about something else that's kind of interesting, right? Because when we could, when we could pick up these firearms and such, there wasn't really an issue with people going out and committing mass, mass problems, mass, mass shootings. What are they blaming it on now? Mental health. And it seems as though on the right and on the left, we're all on board, right? See, I don't care who I offend, the right or the left, because <laughs> I'm just, I just want the truth. I want the truth, baby. So here's the deal. In 2020, we didn't have any mass shootings. Do you find that kind of interesting? What they did was they changed the data. The FBI said a mass shooting is four people that die um, from a situation, whether they exclude the perpetrator or include the perpetrator, four people, okay? 
but they're not really talking about, and they don't really exclude, even though they say they do, they don't really exclude the events where a family member kills off the family or a neighbor kills the, you know, the, the people next door or, or whatever the case is. They actually do include those things. So if you go and you look for 2020, they'll say that there were 614 mass shootings. That's actually not true. I went back and I looked at every single detailed account of the year 2020. Because if people are having mental health problems, okay, if you're severely mental and that's why you go out and you commit a crime, well, my gosh, 2020 would have been the perfect way to do it. Everybody was at home. Nobody was leaving their house for most of 2020. Everybody in lockdown. And what would get to somebody more than being at home? right? And not, not being able to work and not being able to meet the bills and your business crashes and all of these factors are coming in. Not because of people were sick, because we know that wasn't going on. The people who were dying were dying in ICUs on remdesivir and a ventilator. So how does that work? Why did we have not really any mass shootings of anonymous people in the year 2020? You had some shootings, but they were not anonymous. And it wasn't a mass shooter going in where people were, were vulnerable and shooting the place up. That would have been the year that you would have seen major mental, mental health issues. Would you not have? You would have seen that surface like it's nobody's business because people were in a state of panic and they were losing things. They didn't have enough money. If anyone was going to drive anybody to go do that, it would have been in 2020. But oddly enough, our government's focus wasn't on that in 2020. It was on COVID. Be right back on The Alex Jones Show. I'm Kay Daly, your guest host from Kay Daly. Hill is proud to announce the release of a new translation, Leon de Grel in Exile, by Jose Luis Jerez Reisco. Readers of The Burning Souls will already be familiar with de Grel's life before and during the Second World War, his service on the Eastern Front, and his involuntary post-war exile in Franco, Spain. This new work tells the story of his life in exile in detail, replete with first-hand accounts from Spanish nationalists and friends of de Grel. During his time in Spain, de Grel did not wallow in sadness. Despite the atrocities inflicted upon him and his family by the victorious Allied powers, he stayed remarkably active in European nationalist politics and left a lasting impression on both his personal friends and those from around the European world who took inspiration from his tenacious idealism. De Grel's enduring legacy in Spain is well-deserved. Such a legacy also deserves to be spread to both sides of the Atlantic and beyond. Antelope Hill is proud to be the first to bring this unparalleled biography to the English reader, Get Leon DeGrell in exile today at antelopehillpublishing.com. Yeah. 
You're listening to Resolution Radio. Radio. ResolutionRDO.com. Ladies and gentlemen, the truth, the solution is laying right there in front of you, hidden in plain view. Please listen to me in the next 60 seconds. If you go to Wikipedia, it has links to the UN Zone website where they admit the number one cause of cognitive disability in the world is iodine deficiency. The number one preventable cause of intellectual disability is lack of real pure iodine in the body as they bomb us with the bad halogens, bromine, bromide, chlorine, and so much more. Upwards of 2 billion people in a Lancet Medical Journal study in 2007 worldwide have cognitive disabilities because they don't have high quality iodine. Most iodine is bound to other elements, you don't absorb it. We have X3, all three types of the good iodine together that supercharges your body. X3 is now back in stock at InfoWarsTore.com. It's being sold out for over six months for 25% off. X3, back in stock. Take action now. InfoWarsTore.com. Back here with you on the Alex Jones Show. How are you doing today? Oh, I hope you're good. Um, so here, here's the deal. When, when it comes to these, these kinds of shootings, I hope we look at the overall plausibility and the overall reasons that we're, that we're giving. Because I think the mental health reasoning doesn't really add up. In a time when mental health should have been probably at its worst, during a time when people were told they were gonna die from this terrible disease. You guys remember seeing people just drop dead in your, that were walking along on the street? Oh, that's right, that didn't happen. Anyway, so people were told they were about to die. They were afraid of a germ. We made everybody OCD. We, we were ruining our everything. We were actually, you know, they were giving us little bits of money of our own tax money back um, that didn't do any justice, right? And then also we were at home more where people were more aggravated towards each other, right? And you had all these other problems. It doesn't make sense that you wouldn't have anything really going on in 2020. And then very few in 2021, like four for mass shootings. And it's hard to say on those whether they were even the kind of mass shooting that the media concentrates on. Because in, in most of the instances, they knew who they were shooting. I mean, it was a little bit more targeted, okay? There were only a two that weren't like, that you couldn't figure out that they weren't really targeted, just more anonymous or the person was just upset. Strange, right? Same thing in 2022, it kicked up, right? 2023 really kicked up, right? Maybe that's just where the government focus was. Hmm. Maybe the government focus was just on different things in 2020. Hmm. Just food for thought. Just, I love food for thought. Anyway, I just wanted to say that um, you had under 3,000 victims in 2020 of any kind of, um, of murder, okay? So a total murder of, of 29.61 in their, in their victims. In a, in a country of three, over 330 million people, do you think that's low? I would think so. I would definitely think so. Since those, since those are targeted, they would happen regardless of whether we had anything um, going, going for the gun control folks or not. Those would happen regardless. I mean, we've always said, right? Hey, yeah, go do that test run. Go take guns from the criminals and see how it works out and then let us know. <laughs> we'll let you do it to the rest, right? Okay, so 
you have a significant issue there going on that they were steadily ramping up until now. Okay, so it can't be really mental health because look at it this way too. In the United States in 2017, they said 42% of all households in America are armed. 42% of households, okay? We more than double any other country, any other country, yet our gun rate, our gun crime is under way under 1%, way under 1%, can't even quantify as a 1%, even not even close, not even the same category. Isn't that interesting? So is the USA the only people that have mental health problems that are going out and doing these things? How could that be? <laughs> if somebody wanted to get a gun, they get a gun, right? So let's go back to anonymous. The anonymous shooter doesn't make any sense because with the anonymous shooter, that means that every country would have so many mental health cases going and doing this too. But the United States seems to be, you know, the only one. Hmm. Yeah, we have more gun ownership, but do you find that a little strange, especially when we blame it on mental health? It doesn't add up. It can't add up. It's not there to add up. Same thing with the plausibility factor of the, of the ratio. If you only have this many you know, targeted events in the last 100 years, then that ratio would have to jump up in order to accommodate the very rare, rare, rare anonymous shooting. But anonymous shootings are way up way over targeted doesn't make any sense does it the ratio doesn't work out okay and also i just wanted to say after 2012 when the it was our republicans that actually passed the um smith munt act reup where they could propagandize to us and obama of course signed it i'm sure he was thrilled and uh, to sign that and they reupped the legality the, i'm going to say legality of propagandizing to Americans, not just to now foreign people, but to Americans. Once they did that, all of a sudden, all the numbers jumped up. And I mean, a crazy jump. In fact, it was like um, 2006 was three, 2005 was two, 2003 was one. And then it went, oh my gosh, 10, 12, 11. I mean, it went up into high numbers. Very, very strange. I'd be very careful when I blame mental health on everything though, because mental health is I think slowly going in the direction of, you know, that Christian right winger, that person that shows up at the Capitol on January 6th, all lumped together as a mental health problem. And you can imagine a society that's, you know, half whacked now. Can you imagine a society that goes, yeah, they're crazy because they're on the right. They're crazy because they're a Christian. They're crazy because they, they actually understand history and, and know what's going on, jail them. You can, you can kind of picture that. So I'd be really careful before I blame mental health for mass shootings. I blame government for mass shootings. Anyhow, um, I also uh, just, we could go through lots of numbers, but that's not the point. I just want to make sure that people realize that the plausibility isn't there. The other thing I wanted to mention in the border bill that we, again, our Republicans pass through, because like I said, it doesn't matter the right or the left. It matters what's right and wrong. And the border bill had some good things in it for the states, right? They said, oh, this will allow the AGs to do what the AGs need to do, the attorney generals. That ability is still already there. They don't need to write it in a bill. And people get confused. They think it's not there, so it needs to be written. That's not true. It actually is already there. The states are the states. They can do what the states want to do. 
And so to say that they have to, the feds in this federal bill for the border have to give this to the states is ridiculous. It's an excuse. It's a scapegoat for what they're doing. But one of the things you have to be really aware of, though, in this is the big loophole with E-Verify, okay? E-Verify is dangerous. E-Verify, right now they have nine states in America that do E-Verify. And E-Verify is the, or as Thomas Massey, I love Thomas Massey, says V-Verify for vaccine status, okay? And what that would mean is it would go in mandatory to every single state. You would have E-Verify in every single state. And the E-Verify employment thing is very weird because its tentacles, I think, reach beyond employment to many, many other things. So what we're really doing in that border bill is we're not building a wall, which we should. What we're actually doing is just laying more tracks for the V-Verify system that enslaves us, the vaccine system, because they're getting some more shots ready. I don't know what they have coming, but I will tell you, they won't do it in the same way for sure, right? They, they won't because people have had it and they've let that be known. So they won't do it in the same way. But that bill is heavy laden with E-Verify issues and problems. Uh, Lou Rockwell on lourockwell.com, there was a wonderful article pointing that out and talking about the fact that this is going to be a big, big issue that we're not really aware of. So make sure you realize that there are a lot of problems, but there always are. They always state that they need to pass bills to give us what we already have while there are all kinds of Trojan horses in those bills. And that's the thing we need to make sure that we realize. What are the Trojan horses? You should always be asking, what is the latest Trojan horse in the latest federal bill? Because it's the only way to get it done. Blame it on a good thing that we already have and then slip that sucker in. Listen. Do you hear that sound? It started low, but it's getting progressively louder. Into a crescendo, even louder. Irresistible, ending in an ear-splitting blast of mass disruption. That's the sound of America's economic and political systems crashing to the ground. But we have a plan. We will be ready to restore political sanity. We will be ready to answer the call of productive America. We will restore America's industrial base and put America back to work. We will shut down political correctness and restore decency and positive media to America. We will save our constitution, our traditional way of life, our customs, and religion. We will restore sound money and crush the debt-based system of monetary slavery. And we will end America's foreign misadventures. We are the American Freedom Party, and we have a plan. Learn more about us, theamericanfreedomparty.us. You're listening to Resolution Radio, 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 ResolutionRDO.com. Ooh, the last turbo force. guys don't even know you can get the canister now. Get the all-new Turbo Force Plus at InfoWarsStore.com. Now it's shareable. 
to the Alex Jones Show. So good to be with you today. Let's talk for a, let's talk for a moment about the things that affect your daily life right now, because I know that I know everyone goes, what? <laughs> you know, those things that I know that you're worried about. I know that you're thinking about and I want to I want to share something with you. It's kind of interesting. You know, I love research, right? So so there's a couple of things. California is trying to pass utility income based payments. Uh huh. California is what a mess. I mean, honestly, they welcome science should be like, are you sure? <laughs> Do you really want to go in? I mean, that, that should be on like the welcome to California. Are you sure? And the only reason I can get away with saying that is because I was raised there on the beach. So <laughs> I definitely know what I'm talking about. Um, look, we, every, around every corner, they want to do something insane. So that's their latest insanity. And uh, Gavin Newsom's going to run around the country telling everybody what a great job he did with California as people are leaving in droves and you can't even hardly hire moving companies to get you out of there quick enough. So anyway, utility-based income payments, mortgage holders being fined in, a, in, in Biden's America, King Fraud a lot, with uh, fines for better credit. Oh, yeah, better credit. Yeah, that's going to be like 60 bucks. Yeah, 60 bucks a month for you. Yeah, you got to pay for the people, the jack wagons that can't afford a home. Cool. And then you have drought narratives. Now, the drought narratives are going to go crazy right now because, you know, we're in season. Yeah. So pretty much the country had problems with flooding. Um, I, I live in a desert and it was hailing last month on the way to work. So, you know, I mean, we have... The drought headlines coming in full force right now and conservation. All right. Conservation is about the same argument as climate change. For years and years and years, decades and decades and decades, about six or seven decades, we've been told that we're about to die. Gaslighting in the worst way. You're about to die because you don't have enough water and you have to conserve water. It's the, they use the exact same excuses, the, the exact same arguments. Let me put it this way. Do you have faith in God? Do you feel like God would put us on an earth without enough adequate water? Do you think God would know that governments would strive to control water and that water would be used as a, a tool to tax us and enslave us? And um, it would be a Trojan horse and a gateway into making sure that laws were passed and heavy handed measures to really make you realize that you don't really own the property you think you own? Yeah, I'm going to go with you on that one. So. I don't think God would actually <laughs> do that to us. I really don't. And so what have they been doing? I play clips on my show for like six decades of you're about to die water conservation methods. In New York in the 19, um, I think it was the 1980s, uh, 1980s or 1990s, they were playing all these uh, commercials about, you know, put your sister in a tub of water, <laughs> in a half tub of water. So you can conserve water. And they were coming out with good old Ed the mayor and they were talking about conservation. You've been hearing about this a long time, but oddly enough, we're all still standing. Isn't that strange? The only difference is we're paying a lot more for it. So you're going to see these headlines over and over again. And you need to call up your news organizations and tell them to stop doing it. You need to call your governors and tell them to stop doing it. Because I'm pretty sure at the last governor's association meeting, it was all about measures to that they can implement in their state for that. And then they were all fighting over who gets the newest Pfizer plant. Yeah, yeah, my governor, he was, you know, licking any boots he could to go get that Pfizer plant. So 
they want that it's anything about control. The governor's association was really put out. So, so the governors would be very, very controlled and go in lockstep with whatever they were going to do um, in the future. And that's really why we have a governor's association. You should never have an association for governors. Governors should be very, very independent and very different from one another. But no, we have an association, wink, wink, you know, because you got to spread those messages and spread them deep, right? Deep state, of course. So let's talk about mortgage for a second, because I know you're all a little bit more worried about this. As we know, FedNow is coming in. They lied to you guys. We, they, they told you FedNow was brand new and they just unveiled it a couple of months ago. But I actually had screenshots from 2020 when they included FedNow and they named it FedNow in the digital currency um, that they were going to implement in 2020. They took it out right before they passed the bill. That was the COVID bucks. That was the big, you know, trillion dollar COVID dollars. Okay. So they lied to you again, the AP, it wasn't brand new. Uh, three years later, it was actually already constructed quite a long time ago. Fed now is sort of the vehicle. Fed coin is the destination. So Fed now gets implemented, then Fed coin. Okay. That's kind of how it's going to work. We've had numerous articles telling us about this, right? Telling us about digital currency and, Ooh, wouldn't this be nice? And we'll use it as an alternative. Okay. So there was, um, there was a comment made that, and I looked at this as far as mortgage payments have to be accepted with cash, right? So if they dumped the system, like they've always promised to do, and you come on a Monday and they have a banking holiday and all of a sudden they, they go and they wipe out the accounts and they put in digital currency. We've talked a lot about this, talked a lot about this on Alex's show, but here's the deal. What would happen if you went in then and that was the only way you could pay your mortgage, but your contract states that, um, that if they plummet the system and replace with, with digital currency, your, your contract, your original mortgage contract still says that you can pay with fiat currency. And the problem would be is how are they going to identify the value of digital currency? Would it be different too? And so if, the, if it's not in the contract already and you go to pay cash and they don't accept that cash, is the contract null and void. Now, if you go and you look at fact checkers, I love the fact checkers. It's like, hmm, what's my opinion? <laughs> so fact checkers are, um, they're kind of like the crud cockroach of society, like the gnat on the flea on the cockroach of society, okay? Because they love to use personal opinion or algorithms to try to influence <laughs> what is fact and what isn't. You gotta love that, especially in a country called America. But here's the deal. The AP, of course, said this is false information, false information. Don't worry. We're going to still get you on the hook for your mortgage. Don't worry about it. But I want to tell you what they actually said, because I thought this was kind of interesting. So the headline went down as this. Experts, you know, the TV expert. I'm a TV expert. TV experts agree. Mortgages. Well, they didn't say TV. Experts. Mortgages won't be voided by a digital currency. Now, that sounds pretty absolute, right? Mortgages won't be, not could be, or maybe not be, but won't be voided by digital currency. But then you get into the article and it said, claim mortgage contracts will soon be null and void because U.S. banks are switching to digital currency. And then they wrote AP's assessment. Remember the good old AP? AP's assessment, their assessment of it, not just the AP, but their actual, their, they had to write out assessment. When was the last time you saw that? Okay. So basically, they're saying the AP's opinion, and it says false, okay? It says false on this mortgage claim. But this is what it says. 
experts say the introduction of a digital currency wouldn't automatically void home financing agreements. And there are no imminent plans to adopt nationwide digital currency regardless. Well, AP, we know that's not true because you've been writing lots of articles about it. But isn't it interesting that they shifted the conversation to, well, there is no digital currency right now and no plan to do it. So don't worry about it. No biggie. Okay. Then they went on to say the Federal Reserve has been exploring the idea for years. You think? Anyway, but has consistently said such a system wouldn't replace physical cash, right? And the decision would rest with Congress. Okay, that's true. There are some laws that have to pass before digital currency comes in. Did you know that? There are some things that have to happen in the states. They're busy. They're trying to do it. They're implementing digital currency um, measures through the, the um, uniform code. Okay. And this is why South Dakota said no to the uniform code changes because they knew it was digital currency coming in. My state, not so lucky. They embrace it, hug it and love it, caress it, kiss it. But no, South Dakota actually stood up and said no. But what's interesting is, is we know it's a lie because we know FedNow is already here and they've already, it's already been here. But what's really interesting in the rest of the entire article, it was about, oh, there is no digital currency. So don't worry about it. And also using words that are very, well, not right away, it wouldn't do it. And I was thinking there's something very wrong with this information. Very, very wrong with this information because they couldn't really definitively say no. So there really shouldn't be definitively saying false because they couldn't back it up in their own article. The Occidental Quarterly fills a unique niche in bringing together scholarly articles on a wide range of topics that are mired in political correctness elsewhere. It is edited by Professor Kevin McDonald, who's no stranger to listeners of the political cesspool. There are quite a few reasons for the precarious state of our civilization and our people. But one of the main ones is that we have lost the intellectual and moral high ground to a cultural elite that is hostile to our people and our culture. Those of us who are politically aware must understand that the elites dominating culture and the political process in the West are intellectually and morally bankrupt. TOQ is the key. Digital download subscriptions are only $30 a year. Subscriptions by first-class mail are only $60 a year. Go to toqonline.com and click on subscribe now. In addition to receiving fascinating and informative articles, you will also be supporting the work of scholars who are part of a community defending our people and our culture with the highest level of integrity and intellectual sophistication. That's toqonline.com. Subscribe now. You're listening to Resolution Radio. ResolutionRDO.com. Please give me one minute of your time. Please write this down and please go look this up. It will change your life. The UN admits and the Lancet Medical Journal admits that upwards of 2 billion people have mental disabilities and declining cognitive abilities. And the term they use is intellectual disability because of lack of iodine. Most iodine in the environment is bound to other elements so your body can't absorb it. Only pure iodine can really be absorbed right into the cells. And InfoWarsStore.com has the only iodine out there that actually has this type of full effect. Ladies and gentlemen, X3's been sold out for six months. It's very hard to produce, and it's finally back in stock. 
In fact, I was just taking some before I shot this ad. This, ladies and gentlemen, is powerful. You and your family need it. It's 25% off back in stock. X3, try iodine exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. Take action now, but regardless, research this info. Welcome back to the Alex Jones Show. I'm Kate Daly, your guest host. So glad to be with you. So I mentioned the mortgage thing. This has been going around and it's making people think a little bit because I remember um, Catherine Austin Fitz talking about the fact, you know, we need really people need to work on their software skills, their hacking skills, <laughs> things that will help us in the future. Wink, wink. So there's that. But also the fact that we need to be um, very astute in uh, contract law. Because there's going to be, I think, loopholes. There's always things they don't want you to see, don't want you to know, ways that you can fight things, but then they don't want you to know what those things are, obviously, okay? And the mortgage thing was interesting because AP did not, AP was just certain of their headline. Experts say that you can't get out of your mortgage if suddenly they dumped into the digital system, but your contract that you signed, because it's a contract, they can't just change it. Um, same with the constitution, you know? It's not a living thing. It's you can't change it. It's a contract. The contract um, that you entered into for your mortgage never mentions digital currency. It mentions fiat currency and how you pay that payment. Okay. And the ways that you can do it. If they violate the ways that you can do it, then does it nullify the contract? They must be kind of afraid of something here. And this is the reason I'm bringing it up. Yeah, you're, you can go look, your fact checkers, whatever. Um, your MSN robots will all say, no, you can't do that. But they're never, ever giving you any context. They're never, ever giving you any concrete legality. So when they made this claim and said, this is the claim, people are saying you'll get out of your mortgage this way. Um, what's very, very interesting is this is all they said to it. They didn't give you any legality. They didn't back it up. You know, for being the AP, where's all their facts? They didn't back it up with fact. You know what they said? They said, there's no truth to the notion that the country is ditching, they use the word ditching, ditching the use of physical dollar coins in favor of total, totally digital form of currency anytime soon, nor that doing so would let borrowers off the hook for repayments. They just made a statement. There was nothing to back that up. Nothing. You always have to look at what's not being said and what's not there in context because it was missing any factual evidence of what they were saying to be true. So go, go get out that, you know, contract. Cause I'd like to know how contracts are being changed right now. The contracts that we enter into right now, like let's, so let's say you go buy a car or a home. Are those contracts now, including digital currency? That would be very interesting. So there's your homework. The other thing is, remember, I said the Conservation Act, and I've mentioned this several times on the show because I think it's really vital, and most people would not be privy to this information. But the Conservation Act of 2014, when you signed your land over to keep it in your family name, but you let the government kind of partner up with you. So it's like Smith Family Farm still, but they get to kind of toe the line on your property and you get out of paying the taxes because the taxes might be too high for a social security income. It's kind of one of the ways they're absorbing property. It does say in the contract that you are signing over the land to the United States and its successor. And I always wonder what that successor is. And I have found the word, the same wording in other things too, which is kind of bizarre. The United States and its successor, is there a successor of the United States? You tell me. Hmm. But I will say this. I saw this creep up and I thought, okay, this is interesting. 
Um, there's a new um, mortgage company, AltaSource uh, Portfolio uh, Solutions, real estate provider and marketplace. And they just added the new cryptocurrency payment option. And I wonder if it's in their contracts too. I would imagine that it is, but, you, but we all notice these things kind of creeping up. But I, I often wonder this with the mortgage creep too. I think there's something they don't want you to know about fighting the digital currency thing, because I think that, yeah, they could probably land you in court. Yeah, they could probably land you in court if you didn't make your payments and you could fight, you could fight this and, and what have you. What would happen if a lot of people tied up the court system with their assets as they try to go after their assets because they don't want to be part of digital currency? What would happen? It's a good question, right? I think good enough to still kind of think about. Um, I, I do think we should be thinking about this a lot. In fact, we should be we should be spending time instead of watching their Netflix offerings. We should be we should be really and this goes for me too. I'm calling myself out too. We should really be interested in wanting to make sure we understand contracts moving forward and how to solidify. Like I talked about the land deed. You have to get a land deed because all you have are the warranty, the land warranty deed, right? The warranty deed. And the warranty deed isn't good enough. They stopped doing it in the 40s. They stopped giving you the actual title to your land. They just started giving you a warranty deed in your mortgage paperwork. And I have somebody that works on that. I know somebody that works on this for people. And it's about a thousand bucks to do it, to get your actual title because it actually includes the minerals under the ground. Um, which they don't want you to have. There's a reason they stopped doing that in the um, 40s. They stopped giving you your, your title to your property. It's very weird. People think they have a title. Go back and look. You have a warranty deed. It's a piece of paper that says that you're basically the owner, but it's not the title. And that actually is a little process, takes a couple months. But I would, uh, if I were you, I would actually move towards getting that. I think that's a really important thing. The last thing I want to mention, and I hate having to talk about him because he's such a little, a little puppet with his little, you know, um, I don't know, pasties and heels with his little boy band. But Zelensky, the hired comic talk show host, president puppetry of, um, of uh, Ukraine. And yes, I did notice that Jill, little Jill and her granddaughter wore the colors of Ukraine at the coronation. One wore blue and one wore yellow. How fun. Anyway. Um, yeah, it's nauseating at best, but whatever. We could do a whole show on the King's coronation and all the, the little things that were going on that were very weird about that. But Zelensky is a really interesting guy, isn't he? Back in 2022, um, he, was at, he was asking for money and they met. And there was a lot of articles talking about the fact that they were going to meet. So July 4th, 2022, last July 4th, when we were begging to be able to be let out so we could have sparklers, um, July 4th, 2022, when no one was really paying much attention, they did have a meeting in Switzerland about this money that, um, that, uh, that BlackRock was going to control, right? That's kind of interesting too. But they warned about the colossal work ahead. Now, they'd only been you know, at war for a pretty short time, right? At war for a pretty short time. So it was kind of interesting that they were already talking about Marshall Plan and, oh, we got a Marshall Plan Ukraine and, and rebuild his war-torn country. But in the article in the Kiev Post, it actually talked about the fact that they were already planning on doing some of these things, some of this reconstruction and restoration. Isn't that interesting? There were already plans for some of this. 
What I find kind of stunning is the fact that you don't see a whole lot of pictures of the buildings that have been wiped out because Russia wiped them out, right? You haven't seen a whole lot of that. And apparently, according to the AP, we wiped out a whole fourth of the Russian military uh, um, military force. A fourth? Little Ukraine matched up to big Russia wiped out a fourth of Russian military forces. That's kind of interesting, isn't it? Can they really back that up? I don't know. I thought that was kind of strange. But I also did think it was a little strange that they had already been talking and already wanted to plan some of this repurposing of Ukraine and reconstruction of Ukraine early on when it really wasn't a significant need. Then Kiev Post, which is actually bought and sold news, so it was kind of strange, were actually questioning the amount of damage that had been done. They were also just questioning the fact that in the news, a particular city had been mentioned that they were that they had wiped out, but they were actually wondering why they were naming that particular city. Hmm. Do you think there might be um, a lot more to the eye than what's going on? Of course there is. Rebuilding Ukraine, they said, is going to cost, you know, hundreds of billions of dollars. Really? Hundreds of billions of dollars. And that was clear back in uh, July 4th. I find that a little weird. You should too. You should too. And the fact that they put these articles out on July 4th when no one was paying attention because we're having barbecues and watching fireworks. Um, I thought that was a little weird too. But man, were they gaslighting for this money over, over all of this reconstruction that had to take place, all these things that had been wiped out. We still have yet to see the pictures. We still have yet to see anything, okay? And they also, um, in these articles too, talked about the fact that there was already infrastructure needs and all kinds of different things already requested by Ukraine. So was this war, <laughs> sorry, but was this war the reason for that? Was this war sort of like, uh, we talked about the fact that they wanted to turn the Ukraine into a smart country, not just a smart 15 minute city, but a smart country. They wanted to turn it into a, a, a beacon on the hill for the rest of the countries to look at and desire because, you know, it's all NSA and surveillance and, you know, the whole nine yards. Is that what they're doing with the money? Who knows? I don't know. Uh, certainly more questions. And even Kiev is really questioning all the facts about this altercation. I'll call it that. All right, you guys. Thanks for listening in. This is the Alex Jones Show. Listen, do you hear that sound? It started low, but it's getting progressively louder. Into a crescendo, even louder. Irresistible ending in an ear-splitting blast of mass disruption. That's the sound of America's economic and political systems crashing to the ground. But we have a plan. We will be ready to restore political sanity. We will be ready to answer the call of productive America. We will restore America's industrial base and put America back to work. We will shut down political correctness and restore decency and positive media to America. We will save our constitution, our traditional way of life, our customs, and religion. We will restore sound money and crush the debt-based system of monetary slavery. And we will end America's foreign misadventures. We are the American Freedom Party, and we have a plan. Learn more about us, theamericanfreedomparty.us.
You're listening to Resolution Radio. 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 ResolutionRDO.com Ladies and gentlemen, America and humanity is in a war. The globalists are cutting off the resources. They're killing the free speech. They're surveilling us. They're annihilating our sovereignty, our borders. They're coming after our children, literally sterilizing them. We are in the heart of the battle now. I knew about their plan decades ago and warned you, but now we're living in a time that's easy to wake people up and fight because they're not in beta. They're not in test mode. They're in operational mode. Tucker Carlson, Joe Rogan, almost everybody else who are great people work for another company that can fire them or try to control them. InfoWars is the only major standalone operation fighting the globalists in the world. And we're reaching the critical juncture in the battle. Their central bank digital currencies are in trouble. That's the number one issue in the news with conservative voters, not just here, but around the world. Their program of dissolving borders is in trouble. Everything they're doing is hitting major obstacles right now. That's why it's more important than ever that InfoWars stay on the air. That's why it's more important than ever that you realize we're in zero hour. We're in game time. We're in overtime. We are in the 12th round of this boxing match. And that's why you've got to share the articles. You've got to share the videos. You've got to pray for the broadcast. You've got to buy the products. Keep us on air. But whatever you do, just continue to research and speak out yourself at county commissions and school boards and city councils and state legislatures and when a senator is coming or a house member is coming, go ask them questions, get on TV because it's really you they can't stop and you they can't track. Whatever you do, realize this is the full battle. I know there's thousands of shows and millions of movies and entertainment and TV shows and all this stuff and what's real. This is real. You notice what we cover and what we go over years ago is now everything happening because we're actually contending with the global rulers to try to block them and their plan for depopulation and total enslavement. We are here fighting. So please, today, go to InfoWarsStore.com. Get TurboForce. Get Ultimate Krill Oil. Get the other great products. Get a Trump mugshot shirt. Get an Alex Jones for President shirt. Go there. Get a signed copy or unsigned copy of The Great Reset, The War of the World, the seminal book that went to number one. But whatever you do, realize this is the fight. This is the tip of the spear. This is the war right now here on air. We are swinging for the fences. We're not surrendering. And culturally, all the numbers show we are winning. Congress has a 7% approval rating. Biden's got a 30% approval rating. Trudeau's got a 25% approval rating. They are dictators. They are unpopular. They are doing things that people don't like. And we've just got to stay here on air as the tip of the spear because the enemy believes they can take out the leaders and everybody else will scatter. But you are the leaders and you are the resistance. So spread the word. Pray for the broadcast. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. Get a great product. Make a donation. But whatever you do, take action. Don't roll over and die. It's that spirit of victory, that spirit of resistance God wants to see and then God will do the rest, but you've got to make the first steps with your free will and ask God to lead, guide, and direct you in this fight. You want to keep this on air? You see Tucker getting taken off. You see uh, what's happening with Project Veritas and James O'Keefe. We are not controlled by board directors. We're not controlled by Rupert Murdoch. We're controlled by you. My boss in this fight is not Rupert Murdoch or not George Soros. It's you. And I'm asking you, boss, I'm fighting hard. Put me on the field, coach. 
I will keep kicking ass. I'm not like some player that ever played and was a loser. We've won Super Bowls against the enemy, but we need funds to do it now. InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139.